This is a Dynamic Network podcast. Welcome, everyone, to another week of the Max Destruction Podcast. I am your host, Dustin, and with me on this Labor Day weekend is Ken. That's right, folks. We are celebrating this communist holiday as well as we can by taking a much-needed day off and having our employers pay for it. Uh, So excellent, excellent times. Oh, yeah, it is fantastic. I uh, can honestly say I haven't done a single thing today, so I'm having a good day. How are you? Well, you know, actually, I, I did I, I did go out and, uh, and and cut some wood and stuff. Did a lot of manly things around the house. Uh, so, you know, I, I have that going for me, which is which is pretty good. So did labor on Labor Day. Got it. Okay. Um, today <laughs> we got a fun matchup. I'm pretty excited for we got. Action Jackson versus B.A. Baracus, Mr. T from the A-Team. I will be representing Action Jackson himself. Ken has, of course, the other guy. Um, I'm excited. Ken's excited. I'm sure he'll have some Mr. T references, but we have to get into our Wham! from last week and last week I asked who would be a good matchup for Haru from Beverly Hills Ninja. We got some great answers. We got Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. That's going to be a favorite of Ken's. I can already tell the karate kid Carter from Rush Hour show enough. The last dragon and three ninjas in blank man, man, I'm a rush hour, like fanboy. So I actually kind of like Chris Tucker going up against Chris Farley. I think that would be pretty, pretty hilarious. Well, I mean, obviously you are, you are definitely a homer when it comes to the rush hour. Cause you did use uh, Jackie Chan's character for a wham, uh, probably one of our first ones. So I could see that. Um, I don't think uh, Carter would last very long. Just the simple fact of Haru is a, we'll go with large American uh, so I feel like he would take the Elon Musk route of just, uh, calling the walrus and laying on top of him. Um, I do think that Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat is pretty hilarious if we're talking about Robin Shu, because of course Robin Shu was in Beverly Hills Ninja with Haru, uh, and was quite the comic foil. You don't, you don't really see much of Robin Shu much anymore. Uh, but if I had to pick anybody, it would definitely be show enough. Uh, the Last Dragon is one of my favorite non-serious karate kung fu movies there is. Uh, and Shonuf is probably the most badass villain in any kung fu uh, movie. And I put that up against any of the real kung fu movies. Shonuf was had the style, he had the converse, and he had the glow. Uh, so uh, for those of you that are curious... He might be showing up in a in a in a future episode, but uh not not real sure. All right, on. So yeah, those were some great answers. And 
Ken has informed me, you know, he just, he can't compete with my whams. So uh, we'll be skipping that this week, but let's, I, I really am excited to get into our matchup. And as always, we have the tale of the cocoa butter, but, and uh, rather than me or Ken introduce that, like, why not have the deli man himself? Here at the Max Destruction podcast and at the Destruction Deli, we use the tail of the cocoa butter as a measuring device. Think about it like the UFC's tail of the tape. The guys explain their characters' backgrounds, abilities, and equipment. And I use it to measure how many cannoli a person deserves. It's way more macho and 80s action than a stupid standard of measurement, don't you think? Thanks, Gio. That was fantastic. I pity the fool uh, that doesn't listen to Geo uh, about our tales of the cocoa butter. And I definitely pity the fool for whoever thinks Action Jackson is going to win this fight. Well, pity me because I'm that fool. Anyways, uh, I believe you went first last time, right? No, actually, you did, my friend. Oh, well, in that case, go ahead and tell us who Mr. T is. Uh, you don't need to talk about who Mr. T is. Everybody knows who Mr. T is. Uh, and there. you could pick him out of a lineup now. Uh, compared to Carl Weathers, who is a badass in his own right. Uh, however, not many people know about Ashton Jackson. Everybody knows who Mr. T is. But we'll go ahead and get into his character on the A-team, B.A. Baracus. So uh, B.A. Baracus was an integral member of the A-team. He was one of the only few non-officers uh, on the A-team. He was actually a Special Forces Sergeant, so that's who I put down for his rank. Uh, Mr. T, of course, played him uh, in, in the series uh, and won a, one or two movies. Uh, of course, Quentin Rampage Jackson played him in the new one, but we don't really talk about that because nobody actually went and saw that movie. Uh, Mr. T was 5'10", 236 pounds at the time. He was a mountain of a man when it came to everything, uh, and he brought with him his signature look uh, to the A-team. And really, what, what more could you ask, honestly? Uh, so B.A. Baracus was a member of the A-team who was a group of uh, ex-U.S. Army uh, Special Forces a team that was wrongly committed of a war crime during the Vietnam War. And instead of going quietly, they actually managed to escape from the military police. They fled to Los Angeles, where as fugitives, the A-team worked as soldiers of fortune using their military training to fight oppression or injustice. Interestingly enough, this would never really work. However, I love that the fact that, you know, it was like the 60s, 70s, and 80s when they kind of came up with these ideas. So nobody really understood what was going on. Uh, so it was a great uh, foil for them to, to square up. Uh, so the main things about B.A. are to understand that he is an incredible mechanic uh, and also the team's enforcer. Uh, this all kind of stems from the fact that B.A. Uh, came from a pretty broken home where his father uh was beaten up by hooligans uh, multiple times, uh, and B.A. himself was beaten up. So instead of allowing himself to be abused for the rest of his life, uh, he instead threw himself into any situation that he could uh, to in, uh, get himself uh, beefed out, uh, trained, so he would never actually be in that situation again. Now, interestingly enough, B.A. is afraid of flying and 
uh, boats. So really all he can do is drive around his 18 van, which is the most badass van there is when it comes to uh, ferrying around your team of dysfunctional uh, black ops special forces guys. Uh, he is a mechanical genius who is able to build pretty much anything out of anything. He was the MacGyver before MacGyver. Uh, he also has one of the worst conduct records in the U.S. Army. Also, he's known to slug officers, including his own commanding officer, on more than one occasion. He's an excellent fighter and invaluable to, uh, valuable in a hand-to-hand combat. Uh, other members of the team re- regularly resort to disguises, scans, and subterfuge to achieve their goals. That's not how BA rocks. Uh, his distinctive appearance and confrontational attitude usually lead to a more direct approach to his problem. Very interesting how uh, I you know, got this character. I'm just saying uh, he and I share a, a lot alike. Uh, obviously, the haircut uh, is is one of them, uh, which all often involve either his skills to hand-to-hand combat, his mechanical talents. Uh, he's also great at picking locks, and he always carries his appropriate tools in his sock. Uh, he is also the driver of the A-team van. He's offended when Hannibal asks him if he managed to lose his complete tail. He knows how to drive a variety, variety of vehicles, including a garbage truck, a semi, and a tank. Many episodes end up with military police vehicles chasing after the team in BA's van, and it's just assumed that BA is able to shake them off. Finally, he knows how to ride a horse. It's very important for you to understand that because VA can ride anything. Now, because the A team typically gets a really bad rap when it comes to their firearms, VA is not going to bring any. He's just bringing his two guns, the one on his left and his right. That's right. I'm talking about the pythons. And that is why VA Baracus is going to beat the hell out of Action Jackson. That was uh, very good. And I feel at a slight disadvantage due to the fact that you have like a whole series and movies to pull from. And I got one movie, but you know, I think, (laughs) I think action Jackson could still pull this off and I'm just going to get right into it and tell you why. So his name is Jericho action Jackson. He is played by Carl Weathers coming in at six foot, one inch, 220 pounds. He is the rank of Sergeant. But he was a former lieutenant, but got demoted due to some bullcrap. OK, and that's that's the story. Uh, so who is Action Jackson? Some say his mom mated with Bigfoot and he was their offspring. He may have been been created by NASA to and have no mother. One kid's testicles went back into his belly and never came out because Action Jackson scared him so bad. One kid not off his own arm just to get away. He is so vicious, they can't even give him a gun. Okay, so that is basically the banter that you get from the two cops leading up to the introduction of Carl Weathers' character, Action Jackson. And I love that scene because it just totally scared the crap out of the kid that they were messing with. And what does he do? He tries to run away inside a police station, crashes and spills coffee on none other than Jackson. And when he stands up, the kid just passes out. It is amazing. And that just goes to show you how intimidating and how big this man is. He, okay, so anyway, he is a police sergeant. He's stuck working at the desk due to some of his not-so-favorable actions in a past dealing with a high-profile case. He was investigating, uh, basically, I believe it was like a sex offender, but the father was this big, like, motor vehicle like tycoon like he 
has his own company making cars and has a lot of influence. And because of how he handled the case and how aggressive he was to take down the kid, uh, they demoted him and took away his gun. He is a man who speaks his mind. He has a way with the ladies, you know, um, he sits there and he kind of flirts with the main villain of the movie, uh, Delphine, his wife at one point, not knowing it's his wife. And she seems to kind of like him. She confines in him and tells him like, Hey, I think some of Delphine's henchmen basically are up to no good. It's actually Delphine. Like, come on. I don't know how she couldn't see that. I think she was just blinded, but whatever she goes to him. uh, He, she ends up going back to her husband only to be found dead later on. The husband shot and killed her and frames action Jackson. Now you got the entire police department after action Jackson. So he has to work this case from behind the law. He goes to the mistress of Peter Delphine and it's, she's this uh, bar singer and basically she's a drug addict and she is sleeping with Delphine and doing all this stuff for him because he's promising to get her a record label, make her big. So action is trying to use her to get to him to figure out what's going on throughout it. He uh, refuses to let her do drugs, gets her kind of cleaned up. They get into all sorts of trouble uh, at one point, he uh, goes in to get information from kind of like a wise guy type of deal. And he gets cornered by three hulking dudes and he has no way out. The druggy chick comes in and she makes up this story where he's just this delusional like prophet. So he just starts, hallelujah, you got to be saved and like going all off. And then he just beats the crap out of three dudes like it's nothing. He at one point jumps out of a like three story window onto his car to escape a bad situation. He takes down a drug dealer who is trying to shoot up the girl again. Um, He's just a man who takes the law into his own hands. He's the hometown hero. Um But due to the incident, you know, he's kind of faded away from that lifestyle. He actually got divorced over everything. It's just a whole, whole mess. During in this entire movie, there's also this like covert shadow assassin squad that Delphine has hired to kill off his not so much competition, but the people that are holding back his business from progressing like they're voting against him. And he's like, nah, I ain't going to have that. I'm the villain. G and he just goes around and has them all murdered. So um, some of the feats that you see action do um, at one point, he's running full speed and keeping up with a taxi cab. Like the taxi cab's trying to race away. And you just got this six foot one dude just barreling after him, keeping up with the taxi the whole time. And even though he doesn't have a gun at the beginning, He does get gun later on. He was a star athlete, and that's what I'm going to lean on. You know, he's a big guy. He was a star high school athlete. He does know how to use weapons. He can fight like no other. He's going to come in this with, I'll say, a grenade launcher with one one grenade, and uh, his Heckler and uh, P7M13 handgun. I don't know if I even said that right. I'm not a gun guy. And his training, he's a star athlete and just, you know, his mother made it with Bigfoot. And that is Action Jackson. That seems like you're leaning heavily on the uh, myths 
surrounding Action Jackson instead of actually just going with it. Because honestly, Action Jackson's badass by himself. You don't have to lean on anything. And it's a Heckler and Kosh P17. Uh, so nice, nice handgun. But you know what? BA doesn't need that. BA, BA uh, knows how shitty he is at marksmanship, which is pretty interesting because you can't be if you're on the special. But you know, the A team, they were never all about shooting other people. They were just going to scare you off using their, their automatic weapon fire. Uh, and he doesn't need it. He's got a van. Uh, and that's really all that matters. Uh, so I think before we set this up, though, we should probably explain how this works. And we shouldn't do it. We should throw it to Geo. Do you honestly think these idiots would be able to put their biases aside to come up with an answer to who would win? Absolutely not. So they did the next best thing. They stole a probabilistic model that a computer can use from the dynamic dual jamooks. Using this model, the guys input a character's stats, such as strength, fighting style, and most importantly, humor. They run the model 1000 times to decide a match. Establishment in harm's way, the simulated fight doesn't have have any bearing on the results, but I guess to some it's funnier. Hi, Gio. I really appreciate that uh, explaining how how we how we set these things up and and how we are doing our dual simulation. Um, how how should we start this fight off, there, Dustin? So I'm gonna say you know. The fight is going to take place kind of in, you know, maybe downtown New York, maybe with some old apartment buildings, a deli nearby, you know, the huge. And um, they're going to see each other from across the road and just know. This guy, this Mr. T guy, this this weird looking dude, he has to be working for Delphine. So he's going to come right up to him and be like, hey, I need some information. You're going to give it to me right now. So BA is going to look at him straight up, look up at him and go, I pity the fool. He puts his finger in BA Barakas' chest, and he's going to grab Action Jackson by the arm and throw him bodily through the wall right behind him. Okay, so this is going to take him by surprise. He was expecting this dude to be all muscle, no action. He's going to get up, dust himself off, and come through and... Do like one of those WWE spear moves, just taking B.A. Baracus straight into a car. It's probably going to rock the car because both of these dudes are pretty big dudes. Uh, and not only that, but they, they definitely seem to have extra extra strength uh, motoring in their back pocket. You know, they're able to take a hit and keep on keep on keeping on. Uh, so uh, B.A. is just going to start wailing away. Uh, on Action Jackson's back, really going in for those kidney punches because he knows that's where is where he's actually going to make his money to kind of get some separation. And once he gets some separation, BA is going to roll off the other side of the car, try to get a little bit of distance and cover from him. Okay, and that's when Action Jackson's going to pull out his pistol and start firing in BA's direction while he is also running. Remember, track star athlete. He's going to be running, getting cover while firing at Mr. T. So he's going to have to dodge out of these rounds, and that's fine because he's going to dodge his way. That's right into his van. 
So he's going to jump into his van, which is already running by this, by this time, because BA always keeps the, the motor running. He's always ready to roll. So he's going to floor it, hitting the car in front of him, slamming that car into Action Jackson, knocking away his gun. Okay. Um, and I'm going to say this is going to make Action Jackson especially, uh, extremely mad because that car in front of it was his 66 Impala, and you just messed up the wrong dude's car. So he is going to pull out that one grenade that he has in his grenade launcher, point it at the van, and say, how do you like your ribs? And then he's going to fire at the van. The BA is going to see this round coming, and one, it's going to piss him off because he knows he's going to have to do some serious modification work to his van after all this is said and done. But it's okay because he's going to be around to do it, and who won't be? Action Jackson. So he's going to jump out of the van as he's going while he grabs his toolkit out of the side of the, the the passenger side of the van. So he's going to be jumping out while the, the grenade comes at it. And it's going to be one of those badass explosions, right? Where it's going to carry him through. But it's Mr. T. So he's going to look cool as he's kind of flying back on, you sucker, as he hits the next car, knocking him into, or, you know, probably three or four people that are waiting outside of the, you know, deli, possibly. Uh, uh, and he's going to have to roll into the glass of that deli, uh, knocking over some of the machinery. And as he's laying there, you know, trying to get himself up, he's going to start putting together this very intricate machine that's going to help him beat Action Jackson. Okay, so as he's building this machine, Action saw him have, you know get blasted into the deli. He's going to go up to a car nearby put a broken piece of debris on the gas and just let it go right at the deli. So as the car cleaning through, BA is going to run out while grabbing a piece of gobble ghoul because he, he loves that shit. So he, he's going to grab a piece off of the deli counter, taking a bite as he's running through, like the feather in his earring just flying backwards. It's everything looking badass behind him. So he's going to run headlong into Action Jackson. And right before he does, he's going to do one of those slide moves where he goes to take out the knee. Uh, just running his feet dead long into his into his knee. Ooh, okay. So this is gonna really flip and hurt. Kneecaps are no joke. Uh, action's going to take that momentum of him sliding and getting kicked in the knee to just fall down onto Mister T to get like upper body control, like UFC style, and just start pounding away at his face. And that's when. BA is going to push the button on the intricate machine that's gonna that he was building, but it's not gonna do anything weird. It's just gonna flip up like one of those hammer things, like the meat tenderizers, right into Action Jackson's balls. Boom! I was waiting to see when when that would come up. That is probably one of your most ingenious ones yet. So Action Jackson's going to be reeling because he just took like a meat mallet to his boys. Uh, he's going to have to stumble off, walk away a little bit. And that's when he's just going to pull out his gun and simply one tap him right in the flipping head, right between the eyes. So that may happen, but unlikely to, because he's going to then throw the machine into the the path of that occurring. And as the round hits, it's going to detonate a very small explosive that just so happened to be there. And don't ask me how, but 
he's able to build these machines. Uh, and the fragmentation is going to fly in and take out Action Jackson, ending this match. Okay, so either Action Jackson shot B.A. Baracus between the eyes or some random tiny explosion in a gizmo that was a glorified nutcracker is going to explode and kill Action Jackson. I like it. You I think say that's that pretty like metal. that's not the most far-fetched way we've done things. <laughs> it's metal. I like it. It's It sounds exciting. It's one really cool way for two really cool dudes to go out. So let's let's uh let's go into our damage spectrum. And Gio, why don't you explain how that works? The destruction spectrum, or as I like to call it, the insurance adjuster's notes, the guys take each character's destruction potential and decide on a scale of one to five. Really, it's all about how much damage they do to my deli. Since you guys think it's hilarious, I guess I'll just keep switching insurance companies. There is certain to be a ton in New York, right? Right. So in this battle, we definitely uh, fucked up Gia's deli. I mean, I, I don't even honestly think that there's there's a, a meter long enough to describe the amount of claims that Geo is going to have to do. And I'm sure he's upset, but I think in, in the background of his mind, he respects it. Like, honestly, I feel like he respects respects what we do here in Max Destruction. Uh, and that's why he keeps coming back. Yeah, I feel slightly bad about ramming a car through the deli, but, you know, um, B.A. Baracus, at least he got some gobble on his way out, you know? 100 uh, percent and and in this fight dustin i feel like just because both of these guys are really kind of just known for the over-the-top action it may not kill anybody ever uh looking cool but they definitely are are, are all about the action so i'm gonna go with three on this one because i feel like just the wanton destruction and carnage uh in the area is likely going to just cause geo to have a bad day oh yeah i definitely agree i mean we talked about Cars blowing up, cars going through delis. You threw uh, Carl Weathers through a wall. Like it, we're, we're we did some damage today. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So because Dustin is so afraid of discussing why we would have to not do a whack this episode, I'll go ahead and just drop, guys. This is our last duel of our, or the second to last duel. Uh, next week will be the last duel that we do. Uh, for this season before we take a little break uh, i've got some training i have to go do so i will not be on the net which kind of sucks uh and but i feel like it's a good thing to have a breather our last episode and since we're not flipping i'll just go ahead and drop it dustin i think we should review rambo Ooh, okay uh so first blood the first movie being that it's not the giant of a man and we really should hold off on Rambo two through 15 uh, for the rest of our series. I think that that should be a great send off for the max destruction for the first season. Um, so I think that's, what we're going to roll with Dustin. Uh, are you good with that? Or is there any other movies that you think we should review instead? No, I'm, I'm psyched. I, I think Rambo is a really good way to end the season. Cause I believe that was the one episode I wasn't a part of was your Rambo fight. So I think 100%. you started with Rambo, end in season one with Rambo. Heck yeah. 
Sounds good, my friend. All right, well, let's go ahead and go into who won this fight. Dustin, any last words uh, for Action Jackson? Uh, I did you say B.A. Baracus? Um, I guess um, I, I pity B.A. Baracus. I pity the fool, man. Yeah, well, that's that's terrible. And Mr. T's known for way more than pitying fools, uh, but that's okay. We'll we'll go with it. Dustin, the winner of today's fight is Action Jackson uh, by an overwhelming majority, 70.6, which is 706 matches to BA's 294. I definitely contribute wow. this to the amount of firepower that Action Jackson is actually able to bring uh, and the fact that, yeah, I mean, honestly, B.A. is, 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 is a, an intimidating force, but he's just a big teddy bear, honestly. Uh, and I tell him that to his face. Uh, as long as his face was next to a phone and my phone was, like, next to my head, but, like, 500 meters back. Because uh, <laughs> I would never tell Mr. T that. Um, before we get out of here, Dustin, uh, let's go ahead and review. So next week is our final duel match, which is going to be John Matrix versus Robocop. Uh, and then we will be reviewing First Blood, the first movie, uh, before we uh, leave. Since there isn't going to be a wham, guys, we are going to do something a little different for our season break. I think it would be hilarious to have like a Dustin Rants episode and then like a Ken Rants episode. So give us some topics and we'll pick from those topics and we'll just record like a 10, 15 minute episode where all we do is rant. Uh, I think that both of us are very skilled at this and I know our wives definitely tell us so. Uh, so that's why we're going to roll with it. Yeah, sounds great to me. Like, give us something to rant over. Give us a movie to complain about. Give us a hot taste. Do whatever. I am pretty excited to just like do what I do best and rant and complain about something that has no actual significant value to my life. Yes. And obviously we do it so well that we've now done almost 20 episodes of it uh, for this podcast. So we're going to keep going uh, as long as you guys keep, you know, throwing the likes and subscribes at us. We really appreciate it. Uh, Dustin, before we get out of here, you got anything else? Uh, no, just excited. You know, it's it feels so good to be a champion today, and that's all I got to say. Uh-huh. Well, take take solace, my friend, because next week uh, it's coming back to the Ken column, and that's really all that matters. Uh, guys, thank you for listening. Continue listening. Wait for us for next week, and we will see you later. Mm-hmm.